if Christmas is stressful to you, if you don't love Christmas, if Christmas actually like makes you a little bit like stressed out and upset and like it's or not like hard or sad yeah and it's not like a wonderful like and you look around you see social media and everybody is just like holding hands and singing kumbaya <laughs> and running around their christmas tree and wrapping their perfect presents and their perfect family yeah and you're like why does my life not operate like that like if i could mm -hmm. just get a present under the tree it'd be a miracle and if i don't strangle my weird uncle like because he's crazy or we don't get into a fight about politics at christmas like that would just be a huge win yeah i we just want to say like Welcome to the club, like you're normal. Yeah. Well, everybody, welcome back to the Community and Purpose podcast. I'm Austin, and I'm here with my wife, Callie, and we are so grateful that you joined us for today's episode. Yeah, we're so excited that you're joining us today. We hope wherever you are, it's a wonderful, beautiful day. We're so um, thankful that you are listening and joining us today. We hope that if you listen and find something valuable that you would be willing to share it with your friends. Um, we know that that is the most meaningful way that we can get our podcast out to others. Sit back and relax and enjoy. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, what a fun day to come and chat with you. Yeah, bonus episode for Christmas time. We figured we'd come and spread a little Christmas cheer by talking loud for all to hear, I guess, <laughs> is the thing we're doing. Nailed it. Yeah. No, Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, we are uh, just grateful for each and every one of you who is listening, taking a little time out of your schedule uh, to spend with us. And so we just thought we'd bring you a, uh, a Christmas episode and talk a little bit about Christmas. And so we are... Uh, we're sponsored by Christmas. Yeah, we're you sponsored by Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we get a... Every time we say the word Christmas, we get a dollar. <laughs> From ourselves. Hashtag Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we're paying ourselves. It's great. Just yeah. wonderful. Lucrative. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big money maker. I know no, we just, uh, we love it and uh, we're grateful for um, all of you who are listening and uh, we hope that you have great Christmas plans and we know that uh, the Christmas season isn't always the most joyful time. Sometimes it's stressful and, mm -hmm. uh, but we just know that there's opportunity to, to find joy and uh, so hope that you are um, doing well and finding joy wherever you're at. So I thought it would be fun to start off this Christmas episode yeah. with a little bit of Christmas trivia. Christmas trivia. Mm -hmm. Great. So not only am I going to quiz you to see how well you know facts about Christmas, but like anyone listening, just yeah. feel free to like play along. Play along and, and see if you can see if you can beat Austin. Yeah. Say it out loud. Yeah. And then let us know which ones you got right. Yeah. On your honor. Mm -hmm. Okay. First question. Yeah. In the classic Christmas movie... How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Ooh, Grinch. Riddles. The Grinch was described with three words. What are they? I. Um, stink, stink, stunk. <gasps> Shut up! How did you know that? <laughs> I, I, I honestly, it came right to my head, but I didn't think that that was specifically how he was described. That's so annoying. I was okay. trying to go through the song also, like, and I wouldn't touch you with a 35 and a half foot pole. That's not the Grinch, so. Okay, well, that's annoying that you got that, so. Sorry. Dumb. It's tough okay. being awesome. Mm -hmm. Woo! Okay, which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? Tom Hanks. Okay. Good for you. I've never even seen the movie. <laughs> 
You've never seen the Polar Express? No. <gasps> that is devastating. <laughs> Sorry. I forgive you. Okay. What did Frosty the Snowman do when a magic hat was placed on his head? Began to dance around. <laughs> For somebody who thinks Christmas is kind of blah, you know a lot I about it. I don't think that Christmas is blah. I just think that it needs to have its own season. It, I only think it it's does. blah when people, yeah, it's not all year. People that put their Christmas trees up before Halloween are the only thing I think is blah. So okay. if you're one of those people, we still love you, but I'm sorry, you're crazy. You're, you're my kind of people. Yeah, Callie loves Christmas too. Okay, I have two more questions, okay? So I'm so, three for three, right? Yeah. Four for, three for three? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is Ralphie's little brother's name Oof. in the movie A Christmas Story? Fragile. It's Italian. <laughs> His little brother's name is... I don't know this. <clears throat> His little brother's name is... Rusty. Ooh, so close. Randy. Randy! Oh, you almost nailed it. Oh, man. Okay, last one. Chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> Which country started the, tr the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? Country putting up a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with... I feel like everybody else is like saying this in their car and they already know the answer to this question. They probably do. This I'm is gonna, like a pretty well-known fact. Is it? <laughs> I'm going to go I mean, with... I knew it. You knew the answer to this? Uh-huh. Without reading it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Uh, Turkey. Oh, so close. Germany. I was going to say Germany. Oh, okay. It. Okay. And for our bonus question, are you ready? Yeah. Which character from a Christmas movie classic said this? I don't know what else to say except it's Christmas and we're all in misery. That has to be Clark Griswold from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So close. Ellen said it. His wife, Clark's wife. Oh, Ellen. Yep. My favorite quote from that movie is, uh, we're all going to have so much fun, we're going to have to have surgery to remove our smiles. And then also... That's from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yeah. And then also, um, I wouldn't be more surprised if I woke up tomorrow morning and my face was <laughs> sewed to the carpet. <laughs> There's so much about that movie that's great. It's fabulous. I love that movie. So, so well, you're welcome for that. Hope you enjoyed that. I hope that fun. you guys got all of that. Um and uh, I just think that that's really part of the Christmas enjoyment. Um, we, uh, as I think about Christmas, I think that there are uh, there is just a wide gamut of feelings about Christmas, and there are the people who love Christmas and Christmas music and everything about it. I love Christmas music for the one week prior to Christmas. So that means you're listening to Christmas music right now. You I'm are. listening to it. Christmas mm. Eve is tomorrow. What's the What's the top thing on your playlist? Uh, anything that is not Mariah Carey. Ugh. That song is the absolute worst. How about um, the song by Aria, Ariana Grande that's going around right now? I have no idea what that song is. I don't listen to those type oh. of... I, I want the classics. <clears throat> so I want to go back and listen to just like oldie Christmas music. Like I love that like Elvis, Elvis Presley versions. Oh my gosh. Sorry. We couldn't be more different. I know. Isn't it so great that God has brought us together forever? You're welcome. That is, that is pretty great. Yeah. Um, 
but there's just a lot of different things that come out. Like people love Christmas music. They love decorating for Christmas, Mm -hmm. but also there's just stresses. And so like, I think that part of, of like why we wanted to do this podcast and why we're doing this bonus episode is we just want to say like, if Christmas is stressful to you, Mm -hmm. if you don't love Christmas, if Christmas actually like makes you a little bit like stressed out and upset and like it's or not like hard or sad yeah and it's not like a wonderful like and you look around and you see social media and everybody is just like holding hands and singing kumbaya <laughs> and running around their christmas tree and wrapping their perfect presents and their perfect family yeah and you're like why does my life not operate like that like if i could mm-hmm. just get a present under the tree it'd be a miracle and if i don't strangle my weird uncle like because he's crazy or we don't get into a fight about politics at christmas like that would just be a huge win yeah i we just want to say like welcome to the club like you're normal yeah Yeah. and like I think that part of this idea of like what community and purpose looks like is to say that there is room at the table for all different walks of life and that you are not alone in the way that you feel and like just for it to be liberating to say that if you don't feel like it's absolutely the most magical wonderful time of the year Hmm. that that's normal and if you think this is the most magical wonderful perfect time of the year and if you're the person who has perfectly wrapped presents under your tree like everybody else hates you Right. I'm just kidding. No, they don't. But it's also like if you also think that that everyone has all their crap together and you're the only one living in chaos, like that's not the truth. I'm personally living in Christmas chaos. Yeah, absolutely. And I plan on locking myself into my into our bedroom to wrap Christmas presents because I have to at this point. Yeah, because it's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, obviously as pastors, we have a busy day tomorrow for Christmas Eve. Um, and then Christmas Day, we'll be with our family and... Uh, we just, I mean, we hope that no matter what, uh, whatever the chaos is, um, if you are missing loved ones, um, this Christmas, if this is your first Christmas without, um, a family member, a loved one, um, just know that we, we th- we're thinking about you and, uh, we see you and we understand what that's like. Um, and then also like, just enjoy, enjoy what you have, like, um, know that there is, uh, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to miss things. Um, it's all a part of the part of this thing called life. And so uh, the other thing that I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about is like the really, really fun conversation that always comes up around the Christmas season. And it's honestly like around like family boundaries, like Mm. who are we going to see? Who aren't we going to see? Can we not see these people? Do we have to go to this? You know, those kinds of questions are honestly the questions that I get more often than not Mm. in, in this Christmas season. It's just like we've got 15 Christmases to go to. We've got each of my parents' extended families and our cousins and each of right. my immediate families and our family Christmas, and it's just absolutely crazy. And then there's also all the added things at Christmas for your kids. You know, they have school concerts and yeah. they have they have Christmas parties and they, you know, it's just all the extra things, teacher gifts, and just there's constantly more things added to the spinning plates that is our life, you know? Yeah. On top so, of everything, of normal life. Right. And on then, top of still going to work and school. And, yeah. And then full weekends of different celebrations. And, you know, it just, it can be a lot. So yeah. we're right there with you. Absolutely. And just knowing also that you can just say, like, you don't have to go to any of them. Like, it's, that might sound harsh and might sound strange. Uh, but one of the most liberating books that we've ever read in our lives is a book literally by that title, by called Boundaries. And it's a, just a page turner. Callie mm-hmm. loved it. You have to be committed to the cause. <laughs> yeah, I, I read it. I, I read it every couple of years because it's a great book and it helps me, helps my life be 
more organized and together. But when I had you read it, mm-hmm. you were told me, I think quote was, that book is the worst. <laughs> Not only is it a challenging topic, it's also just very... Very academic. Yes, it's very dry. I yep. mainly read for enjoyment. Yeah. Like I, you know, novels or memoirs or whatever, that's very interesting to me. And those those pages turn faster than Boundaries did. Yeah, Boundaries is not a page turner, uh, but it is liberating. Um, it, it really just frees you up to, like, I just want you all to answer this question. Would you be willing, if you didn't want to go to one of the extended family get-togethers... Is it okay to say no to that? Like in your soul, like in your core of who you are, mm-hmm. do you actually feel like, yep, I could say no to not going to that because it doesn't work into our family schedule? Like mm-hmm. it's not something like not like you have something else scheduled over the top of it, but like you just generally don't feel like you've got the bandwidth and you don't want to go to that. Could you say no to that? Yeah. Like that's a hard question. That is hard. And like what the book boundaries would say is, is the answer can absolutely be yes. You don't have to go to that. Yeah. That your time and your desires is equally as valuable as anybody else's. Mm-hmm. However, there will potentially be consequences. Like, you'll For have sure. to live with the fallout of that. Like, mm-hmm. that's part of life, is that you make the decision that works best for your family. And then also knowing that it's okay. Like, if that, whatever happens, happens. Right. But I just think we're living into just a crazy season of people who are running ragged. And it ruins Christmas. Yeah. It ruins a season that should be fun because we're just running, 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 and it's just not fun. Well, you don't have a moment to stop and focus on the reason that we're celebrating. Yeah. The fact that, you know, God sent his son to be born on earth. Like, that's a big thing to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have moments of peace to actually consider that, then it's just a season of craziness. Yeah. It just gets lost and gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And as I as I even hear myself saying it, like it's not easy to say no to um, another another event, another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the interesting thing that we found is like we have we've made a couple of shifts in the way that our family traditions operate. And the first year, it was really hard, and then it became the normal. Mm-hmm. It became the norm, and it hasn't been a challenge. I mean, that was probably what six or seven years ago, we like made a transition that we were going to do Christmas morning at our house with just our family. Mm-hmm. We used to go to my parents' house and do Christmas morning. We used to sleep overnight at my parents' house. All of the kids and the grandkids would sleep in my parents' place. And then we'd get up and do Christmas morning at my parents' house. And we just kind of made a shift and said, like, we would like to start a tradition with our own family and have Christmas morning at our house, just our own family. And it was like a little bit like, oh, what? Like, why? Oh, yeah. I don't really like... Right. But, like, now it's been five or six years, and it's just not even a question. And now it's like, yep, this is the normal. Mm-hmm. And all both of my siblings are like, yep, we're going to do Christmas morning at our house, and then we'll go to my folks' house later in the afternoon. Yeah. And, like, it, and, it works out. And it's been really sweet moments with our family. I think this last year, last Christmas, was one of the first times where, like, we kind of, we all sat, we had breakfast together, and the kids each got each other gifts. And, like, we just sat and, like, just really enjoyed our time together and felt like we could play with whatever we had gotten and just spend time together and not feel so rushed and like we had to get to the next thing and I think that that was that's the goal to be able to just like sit and enjoy each other in a season that's meant for that you know instead of like oh my gosh like it's nine o'clock we got to get going like the next thing is happening I think that so often that's how we live our everyday life so being able to just relax and enjoy 
was a really big treat. Yeah, that's great. So like that's uh that's just a little little piece of advice that we give. Like it's it's something that's been I mean not easy. It's been hard to like have that conversation initially, but it's been so liberating and awesome um, in the years to follow those kinds of conversations. But um, we would uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and love for you to, to let us know if there's anything that you found that works, any traditions that you have. Yeah. Uh, we're always looking for a new fun tradition. We, uh, we have had taken on the uh, German tradition of hiding um, a pickle ornament um, in our Christmas tree, and there's an extra little gift that happens. We started that um, a handful of years ago. So the kids can look for uh, the pickle is hidden some way, someplace. And so that's a fun tradition if you're looking for a new tradition there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear from you if you, uh, yeah, you can email us or hit us up on social media and let us know kind of what are the traditions yeah. uh, that you, uh, that you like to do that you happen at your family. And then also if you have questions about, obviously it's a pretty big topic of like, okay, well, how does that conversation take place? Like, yeah, we're not going to be able to do all of the family get togethers. Uh, you can email us podcast at apexgathering.com and uh, we'd love to, kind of weigh in and help in any way that we possibly could. Um, but uh, what are you looking most forward to about Christmas this year? Other than the amazing gifts that I'm going to get you. That will be exciting. Yeah. I really enjoy seeing the surprise and joy on our kids' faces. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know how everyone else's family functions, but in our family, I'm the one who does the majority of the gift preparing And so being able to see those gifts received is really um, special for me. Yeah. And I think just just enjoying our time together. I also really enjoy doing Christmas Eve services together, um, sitting in the service with our kids, holding candles and seeing them um, just experience Jesus. I think in those moments are really special. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I love love Christmas Eve services. Obviously, it's a great time of the year to be a pastor. Like, Christmas is a really fun season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to have Christmas Eve tomorrow night mm-hmm. is really, really exciting. Um, I love seeing people uh, just come out of the woodwork. Christmas is just a special time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, singing Silent Night, holding candles in church, there's something real nostalgic about that for me. Um, growing up, that was always something that we did. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't convinced our church to go to an 11 o'clock p.m. service. There was a service like that at, at the church we attended before we, we came to Embrace, and it was an 11 o'clock service, and we'd do the service, and then we'd sing Silent Night, Candlelight service, and then it'd be like after 12 when the service got over, and then like the very first like Merry Christmas would happen at the closing of the service, like like Jesus has been born, like today we celebrate that mm-hmm. like he was born, and like hope that you have an, an incredible Merry Christmas, and like that's uh that's really really fun so i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that and obviously christmas morning with our kids is really they're at really fun stages you know yeah. at at 13 11 and 7 like that's yeah. it's just a great season and stage that they're in for christmas they like they're learning the idea of generosity yeah and they're excited about being able to give yes. a gift to their siblings and to their parents and that's like really to see them too. to see them kind of understanding that yeah watching them pick out things for each other and for us and then the excitement on their faces when they give the gift and see it received it's really special too yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i'm looking forward to forward to that seeing family and doing all those things yeah. and also looking forward to christmas break like it's great our kids are off mm-hmm. and so we get a couple weeks off from them and so the schedule slows down a little bit but yeah um, we are uh we're honestly we're just grateful this is uh this podcast has been something that's been in the works for a long time and we've 
didn't really know if it was ever going to happen. And it's just been super life-giving to be able to do this and to hear uh, that stuff has been valuable to you. And so we just wanted to say Merry Christmas to all of you. Yeah. And that we uh, we hope that this, this Christmas season has been great already and that as we uh, kind of go to Christmas Eve tomorrow and Christmas Day on Saturday, um, just Merry Christmas to all of you and just know that we love that you're a part of, of our community, of our family, and uh, just grateful for the many ways that you've honored us with your words and uh, by sharing the things that uh, God has placed on our hearts, things that we've learned that has been valuable to you. It's been really special for us just to kind of be in season one of the podcast world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're just really, really grateful. Yeah, for sure. I really want to put you on the spot. I really was tempted to say, and now Austin's going to close us with his favorite Christmas song. <laughs> but I figured that you wouldn't like that. Why, why would I want to do that? I don't have a favorite Christmas song other than, I mean, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. And then I don't know the rest of the lyrics, so then it usually just turns into, bum. So, does that work for you? Yeah, I love it. Basically Frank Sinatra. So, it's you a, know. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. So. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> for Our present to you was that <laughs> wonderful rendition of Here Comes Santa Claus. But, uh, no, we love you guys, and uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. And uh, I don't know why I wanted to say Merry Christmas to you and to all a good night. That's not even a quote, but to all a good night sounded like it was the right thing to say. But we hope that you're doing great. And uh, Merry Christmas to you guys, and we will see you next year.